Welcome everyone to the Holstein House podcast. I'm the West Virginia woman, Robin of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a great night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. This is a podcast that looks at society and culture issues affecting families in West Virginia and the United States, from food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more. We'll go around the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk a while. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) I'm losing my mind over here in Telegram because of Noster and Snort and Sats. Apparently, I've been gifted several Sats through Noster and the lightning tip bot and I can't see who sent them and we're having this big long conversation in the telegram group about why I can't see them and everybody else that can see them and who else sent them it's it's been a a long (laughs) it's like a 45 minute conversation over there in telegram and I apologize because now I'm kind of scruffy because I didn't get to run in and brush my hair and stuff before coming on but hey this is this is me in the raw so to speak so to speak i have clothes on this <laughs> oh good morning you guys so i'm um, gonna try to keep it right on the money again today of course it being friday dad has his test today and uh, he'll be over here about noon ish or so or i may have to go over there depends on how he's feeling glad to have you all here philippine nomad might like Good to see you. Good to see you. Um, so forgive me just for a minute. My various sensors are currently showing a range of 60 to 72. Oh, no, that's wrong. So um, uh, I, I'm, I'm trying not to be distracted by this, but it's fascinating to me and I have it on the other screen over here and that's part of the problem is that it's over there um well it's good Friday you guys I don't know how many of you guys are working today I don't know how many of you are off today uh the husband's off work today and I'm glad of that uh for the power company where he works this is a floating holiday they can take today off or they can take a different uh religious holiday off and of course he's taking today and I'm glad to have him. Glad to have him here at the house. Long weekends are great. I love them. I love them. It's rainy and damp today. Yesterday, was it yesterday? Yesterday it was nice, but Wednesday, holy cats, it got almost to 90 degrees on our front porch here at Holstein House. I got out the um, the power washer and uh, cleaned off uh, the front porch as much as I could. Cleans the concrete better. I'm not sure if that's because of the paint absorbs stain or if um if it's just the different nozzles that you use good morning hunter glad to see you glad to see you got your mug i did notice that i don't know if i said yay or not but i did notice that so i'm glad it it made it you and letty both um this whole hard work is kind of crap yeah well work is work is kind of crap but it's the price we pay for not having a farm yeah, <laughs> and not living in the 1800s. So, uh, 
and a cash society, I guess. You know, we we live where we live. And unless we pick up and move away, we live where we live. Hi, Chrissy. Glad to see you, too. I'm going to choose to say Happy Resurrection Sunday, if you don't mind, Chrissy. Uh, yeah, a lot of people do. It's Easter. And for the most part, it's Easter, too. For me, it's a, it's a habit, you know, to say Easter. Um, it is a challenge to say Resurrection Sunday instead. Um, these type of holidays, when my boys were growing up, I tended to approach them like Disney characters and storybooks and things like that so that it wasn't about the the in inanimate the Santa Claus the Easter Bunny and those type of things it was um it was based in our religious belief and this being Resurrection Sunday the Resurrection of Christ instead of so much the Easter Bunny and but they still were able to participate in Easter egg hunts and things like that um so that I mean because there is it, it, it is part of our world that, um, you know, you have Easter egg hunts and things. And I personally feel like if you just kind of blow that off like you would Snow White and the Seven Dwarves and and uh, Mickey Mouse and all that stuff, then it it doesn't become a worship or a cult type of behavior. Society isn't going to build itself. This is true. Society's not going to build their own ditches. And when they did... Diseases ran rampant, didn't they, Hunter? So, yeah, today is Good Friday, and that I sometimes the conversation will happen. Well, what's good about it? Well, the good is, uh, yeah, we have chosen as a uh, Christianity has chosen this to be the day that um, Christ was crucified, and that is a horrible thing. The good about it is that it was the sacrifice paid for those of us who follow Christ. It was the sacrifice uh, for us, for in perpetuity, the grace that he has given us for our salvation. So he is the lamb of the sacrifice and his blood is what is sacrificed for us. And that blood has given us the opportunity because it's not forced on us, the opportunity to reach out to repent and to uh, and have our um, spiritual sins cleansed, you know, and then we celebrate the resurrection, which is the completion of the cycle, the birth, the death, the resurrection, the completion of the cycle on Sunday. Oh, yeah, that's why all my kids are home today. Um, yeah, some of the schools, I some of the school systems, uh, I don't know if they call this Good Friday or not. Our this our county schools, maybe the whole state, but I know our county schools had their spring break last week or the week before. Last week, I think. So, and probably today on their calendar is an outside school environment day. So I don't know. Um, I don't know across the country what everybody else is doing. I know that Christianity is becoming out of favor, you might say, and targeted and and stuff. But but let's roll into that here in just a second. Welcome. Welcome to the Hosting House podcast. This is uh, Friday Unscripted, Friday Live and Unscripted. I have just kind of a little bit of an outline of stuff, 
you know, topics to cover. But for the most part, we'll we'll comment and talk about whatever you want within reason. Um, you know, I do reserve the right to draw the line on some topics that are, um, I don't want to use the word offensive, but I, I just am not going to talk about. And there's not too many of those. They would get into the um, seven things you can't say on TV kind of kind of subjects and stuff like that. So um, there's not too many. Uh, I'm Robin Holstein. I am the host of this uh, little broadcast, podcast, and videocast. We do uh, we do stream on YouTube. We do stream on Facebook. We do stream um, live on a couple other ones from time to time. Sometimes Rumble, if I can get the the dumb thing to work because you ha you can't just set it up. You have to go in, you have to change, you have to set this up, you have to do that. And that's just more hassle. So I'll usually um, upload this later. This is episode 52, episode 52 on April the 7th, 2023, Good Friday in the year of 2023. And this, uh, the podcast version of this will go out on um, Fountain FM, which is my favorite um app i'm 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 getting distracted over here i'm trying not to look fountain network uh apple podcast google podbean spotify amazon music tune in on iheart i love iheart i just really i used iheart a lot on my phone and uh, set it up for some of the themes like 60s music 70s music 80s music you know 80s love songs 80s hair bands and stuff i love to do that that's so much fun uh and samsung um please don't forget in whatever app that you're using thumbs up or hit like subscribe share it out tell your friends about it and um and we're always working to fine tune to fine tune because I I'm a very eclectic person and I, I I'm very eclectic about a lot of things and so when I come into this podcast I had this idea to do but then it ends up being all this other stuff so <laughs> I can't unlike some of my friends online like Renegade Butcher and Josh and them they are very focused on their uh, podcast uh, you know Josh is doing butcher stuff and meat stuff and and spices and things along that lines and then there's other ones that do a lot specific to canning and there's people who do specific to cooking and specific to sourdough and I'm just all over the place because I love all of those things all of those things and I wrap them up in the uh, Holstein house B&B and the things going on around here so that's where that's at. It's it's just an eclectic mix of a lot of things. And I do appreciate you being here and I appreciate your support in whatever manner that is, whether it's Satoshi's, whether it's likes, whether it's shares, whether it's um, sub subscribes, all of it, all of it. I love it. I love it. And I thank you, even if you only get to stop in for a couple of minutes. I love it. So uh, they don't call it, but they do try to line up. The religious holidays and days off yeah hunter and the reason they do that is because it's ingrained in us now they're here in Kanawha county west virginia where i'm i'm located um we do have a couple of schools that are year-round and they were pilot program schools and those schools were piloted um as a year-round school my son is almost 40 and it was a pilot program when he was in elementary school and it was it had been for a long time before that so 
um, they it's been a pilot program for uh, decades. And so every time the county school board brings up, well, maybe we'll consider a year-round school program, parents just throw a fit about how are we going to do our vacation? Well, it used to be here in Kanawha County and a lot of West Virginia, Southern West Virginia particularly, that um, one of the major industries was coal mining. And the coal mines would all break for vacations right about the same time. You'd have a, a skeleton crew and then that would take their vacations later or maybe earlier. But the majority of the mines would close down for um, like it wouldn't be exactly the last week of June and the first week of July, but it fell within that. So that my dad, when I was growing up, he was always on vacation on mom's birthday and their anniversary and the 4th of July. So mom's birth, their anniversary was on the 28th of June. Mom's birthday was on the 30th of June. And of course the 4th of July. And we would almost always, you know, migrate down to Virginia beach, Virginia. And that's where at that point, most of the coal mines, coal miners went on vacation. And um, so that was set. That was an established vacation period. And what ended up happening is that uh, that became ingrained in the communities. And so you, as the school years were starting to fluctuate a little bit with the introduction of uh, air conditioning, where they could start school earlier in the year and uh, in later, and the um, insistence, West Virginia has a rule about 280 days. The kids are supposed to be in the classroom. Uh, 280 days out of the year, it wasn't enforced for the longest time. And then suddenly somebody decided, you know what, our kids are not learning like they should. We got to enforce this. Then that really messed up the calendars because what they ended up doing was adding at the end of the year. So school had to be out, uh, was supposed to be, out, I think, by the 8th of June. I can't remember now. It's been a long time and it changed with my kids. So when I was in school and so we would be out, but what was happening was we would have periods of a week or two of snow days where you couldn't go to school because there was too much snow on the roads. And sometimes the schools would be open, but kids in these outer areas back up the hollows because some of the hollows around here go for miles you know, the school bus couldn't get up there. Those kids didn't come into class. Well, they would fall behind, obviously. And those of us who could walk to school or whatever, we could get, you know, the school was open. You'd have class. You'd have smaller classes. Maybe one of the teachers would take a couple of classes because all the kids weren't there. Just But as they started trying to enforce this 280-day rule, state code said they couldn't go past June. I'm going to say the 8th because I don't remember exactly what the day was. They couldn't go past June the 8th. So they started backing the calendar up on the other end where we used to not start school until Tuesday after Labor Day. Now they're starting to add, you know, you could start school the week before Labor Day. You'd still have a Labor Day weekend. And so for every anticipated snow day, they were backing up the class. So now these kids are in the classroom, like in the middle of August. Some of these schools are 50 years old or more, and the HVAC system breaks down, and they have to send the kids home because it's 100 degrees in the classroom on August the 18th, and um, you know it's too hot to be in there. But um, it's it's all out of whack. But 
now, why the parents are arguing that, oh, well, we can't schedule our vacation if they have year-round school, it's it's year-round, but it's not. I mean, there are, they go like, I don't know, three months and have a week off or two months and or four months and have two weeks off or something. I don't remember now what it was, but it's worked very well in that small community. And um, it was a pilot program that's still going on. So if they really wanted to do it, they could make it, they could make it work. Now I'm getting signals that um, uh, my internet is weak. So if I am dropping off, I'm going to try to close a couple other things here and maybe that'll, that'll help. Um, take the load off the demand because the husband's home on his long weekend and he is watching YouTube upstairs. I think that's all for now. That's actually draining, you know. Oh, wait, look, where's my phone? I'll put my phone on. Take it off the... Uh... Yeah, uh, Hunter, it, it's odd. There's a little, um, you know, that satellite signal thing like you get on your phone. It looks like a little fan. And uh, when you're on the Wi-Fi at the house, a little Wi-Fi signal, it's uh, it's looking kind of low. It's got like half of a bar or something. And I I never know because it, it's like you should be direct connected. What am I going to run a cat uh, a a, a um, network cable like across the house and down the stairs and into the... it's crazy. It wants you to plug into the network. So oh, your signal will be stronger. Mm. Well, that's not the whole point of having Wi-Fi is so I don't have to be hardwired. <laughs> so. Oh, but yeah, so the school systems and it hasn't really helped. I mean, we even even the um, the increases in funding for our, our teachers and stuff has not really helped the outcome of the education. And the kids are still behind. And it's just, uh, hey, Brianna, good to see you, honey. Glad you could come in for a few minutes. Um. So it's uh, it's the educational system, and it's not just West Virginia, but uh, in West Virginia, the educational system has not shown any improvement with the increases in funding and the changes in scheduling and all of this other stuff that was supposed to have helped all of our kids do better in their testing. And, and even teaching to the test hasn't helped much either. And every so often they change the type of test they're having and it's like the kids study these four sentences for 800 years and then they take the test and still can't pass it. It's crazy. So do you, uh, let's see. That's it. Oh, you know, I, um, I was talking to, oh, well, I was kind of talking a little bit about, have you, have you guys, I know some of you have tried Noster. I've seen you guys in the telegram groups talking about, um, Noster and um, trying to learn to use it. I know Brian and um, Tim are going to do a show on it Sunday evening. I think he said this, uh, Brian said this morning and uh, going to go through some of that stuff uh, to try to set up any EMF interference around the house, AC fans, microwaves, ovens, rather heavy water equipment. <laughs> yeah, there is Mike. Yeah. Um, 
between me and the uh, Wi-Fi router is a staircase <laughs> so, right now. But it's uh, if you guys are saying it's coming through okay, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to remove that because that doesn't need to be there. Um, so, where was oh Noster? So. I used, uh, Noster is kind of like Twitter. Um, it's a social network commentary, you know, um, program that, oh, I've got too many mice over here, um, that um, you just chat back and forth. It's, it's you know, there's always uh, alternatives being developed out there in the world. And um snort and it allows you to use Noster. It's kind of like, um, well, kind of like accessing the internet and you either use Chrome or you use um, Microsoft was it Edge, is that what they call it now? Or um, one of those programs to access it. You're on it with Amethyst. See, Hunter, I, I if you look in the... Um, telegram group that where I've just been losing my mind all morning, the Holstein house telegram group, I guess other people are using it, uh, using amethyst or one of the other ones, because I'm, I'm going, I'm using snort through Chrome and I don't see what everybody else is seeing. So I've got Letty and I've got a couple other, um, um, uh, two chicks and, and Josh and Brian and all them telling me that I've got these, uh, that I've got zaps from, from Jack Dorsey of all people. And I'm like, what? And I'm looking on my screen. It's not there. And they're saying, oh yeah, it's here. And I'm like, no, it's not. So I'm taking all these screenshots this morning and saying, look, I don't see what you see. And because, you know, we're not talking to each other. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to do this through, through text message and, and stuff. And I, I, I can't get them to understand. I'm not seeing this. Oh yeah. Yeah. There it is. There it is. No, it's not. Go here and check this. There's nothing there. So I was getting frustrated and uh, hollering at my screen and just like, it's not there. It's not there. I I don't know. I mean, I know who Jack Dorsey is. I think he needs to shave. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. I was, I was losing my mind over there and, and trying to understand that they don't understand what I'm trying to tell them. And so I, it just was crazy this morning yeah it'll take a while it'll take a while but I was on I was on Twitter gosh dog I'd, I'd have to go back and look I was on it not too long after it came out and I enjoy it but it's getting a little it's getting a little in the weeds for me some of this stuff now uh, and it's just where I just haven't been involved with it in so long and it's just advancing past it's like just it's like just give me a standard shift car with AM FM and air conditioning and heat. I'll crank the windows up myself. <laughs> I'm a dinosaur now. And uh, you guys are passing me up. You're passing me up. I'm not trying to, to keep up, keep up. I just kind of, you know, want to make sure that I <laughs> I can see people. I don't have to be in the front of the line anymore. I just need to I'd be in the crowd. But uh, yeah, it is. It's, it's Bitcoin heavy. It's Bitcoin heavy. Or SATs. Because Bitcoin is what twenty six thousand dollars US now today. I think it was this was it twenty six 
26 this morning? Let me check. Let me look real quick. I don't, I just have, if, if I added it all up, it's probably only 50 bucks worth of any of sats. Um, and I haven't added it up in a week or more. I'm going to check Coinbase and see. Uh, oh gosh, every time I want to use something, they want to survey me. Um, right now, Coinbase says that uh, Bitcoin is 27935 So if you had $27,000 US, you could buy one Bitcoin. And the rest of it's change. And Satoshis are the nickels, dimes, and pennies of, of Bitcoin. Yeah, Jack TSP said Twitter has turned into a dumpster fire and I haven't monitored nor interacted over there for a long time. I look at it about once a day. I don't interact over there too much anymore. I have a couple things set so that they automatically populate over there. Um on Twitter, but I haven't, it really has become nothing but a uh, political echo chamber and, you know, bonfire. I mean, they're just, the left is arguing against the right and it's just, it's just all political BS. You, I, I don't see, when I first started with Twitter, oh, I don't know if I can pull it up here and get the date. You, I can, but whether I can do it while I'm sitting here or not, I don't know. Um, it helps if I can spell. Um, you could, you could build your business over there. You know, you could interact with other business owners and other common commentators and, and people, and you could promote yourself and you could build over there, but you, you can't, you can't do that anymore because it's nothing but arguments. I've actually got two Twitter accounts over there. Um, I've got, um, uh, not sure which one's going to come open. The first one, I um, I locked it down to private when I ran for. Um... Oh, stop it! See, in this now they're wanting me to you know, ads. Stop! I, I don't. I don't want to fool with ads. I just want to log into my account. <sighs> So that I can check the date. Oh, Raz. Okay. Um, my business account for Robin's desktop over on Twitter was in 2009. But my personal this I'm gonna have to use my phone to do it because I, I don't want to spend all the time um trying to log in and passwords and stuff over there it was probably it was sooner than that um I when I ran for house of delegates here in West Virginia um locally I uh, privatized my personal account because I'd watched a lot of people get uh just get beat all to pieces on their personal accounts um and, uh, oh, darn it. I don't want to, man, wearing me out. I joined Twitter in April of 2008 on my personal account. And um, I locked it down and created a secondary account just for my campaign, which is what I was trying to say a minute ago. <laughs> I was looking at my phone and stuff. So um, 
you know, so I had a separate campaign account. And then when the campaign was over, I migrated it over into Holstein House, which is, is you know, the B&B now. And so I published most of the stuff there. Um, I don't, uh, there's a net glitch. Audio is clean, though. There's a net glitch. Audio is clean. A video, you mean? There's a there's a glitch on the on the internet on the video. Uh, Twitter used to be good to cross post your content. Oh, TW. Oh, yeah. So I used Hootsuite for a long time. When I started using Hootsuite to cross post to stuff, um, it was like five bucks a month after the first. I think you got two free accounts, and then after that, it was five bucks a month. There was a bunch of other ones, social oomph and. Oh, I don't know how many others there used to be. And I would use them. I would use each of them so that I could use the free accounts and get everything posted without having to pay like, you know, five bucks to have 10 accounts or whatever it was at Hootsuite. And then Hootsuite decided that, oh, you know, we're getting rid of our legacy $5 accounts. This was, I don't know, two, three years ago. And they wanted me to pay 60 bucks. I'm like, I ain't paying you that much. No, 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 no. I don't get $60 worth of anything out of you guys. So I uh, I canceled that. Old school legacy Facebook. Yeah, this was before Facebook. This was even before Facebook. I, I joined Facebook by invitation. I joined Gmail by invitation. And it was an invitation from somebody I knew on Twitter who said I have, was it, they used to give out uh, that you could get like seven invitations a month or something like that, that you could pass out to your friends to get them to join uh, Google or Gmail. And um, I had a friend, I had a friend that uh, said, I have X amount of them if you want one. I'm like, yeah, okay. And I was originally using it for a throwaway account so that, you know, all of these things that you sign up for that you really don't want to interact with. I would I would give them the Gmail account and then it got to uh, there were a few times where my um, business account was being blocked by um, servers at some of my clients. It was being seen because it was, you know, it was robinsdesktop.com and I'm not huge like Coca-Cola or anything like that. It was seen as a scam account or a spam account and they would shoot me and, and I had to be whitelisted and it just got easier just to have them use the Gmail account. And so now I've got like 85,000 different email accounts <laughs> for, for a little bit of everything. Because when I set up my business, I set up uh, the email accounts for an information email, for a, uh, a um, admin email for myself. And um, at different times, I had folks working with me. So I had like um, staff one, staff two. I just had different stuff. And then... Um, I had to have a separate, I had to have a sudden link account when we start, when we got sudden link for our internet, because they wouldn't use the, any of the other ones. So uh, I've got the sudden link account. I've got robinholstein.com account. Um, gosh, I don't know. I got all kinds of, <laughs> I can't, I don't, most of them just get junk in them. Yeah, I can't, you can't even join Facebook now as a new subscriber unless you're a 15 year old, you'll be flagged as a scammer and immediately suspended for 30 days. Well, I, I, I haven't tried to join Facebook, but I was more than 15 anyway, <laughs> Mike, so it didn't matter at the time. I was grown and then some. I was grown and then some. But yeah, that, that's, that's been a while back. That's been a while back. 
coffee's empty. Time to go back to work. Well, you know, Hunter, some, somebody has to. You got you to gotta pay into my Social Security. <laughs> so because I paid into your, your dad's Social Security or your mom's or whoever's drawing it. I paid into theirs, so you got to pay into mine. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Don't spit your coffee all over the place. You don't have much left. <laughs> have a good one. Have a good weekend, Hunter. Have a good weekend. Try to go to church Sunday. Oh, you did some work yesterday. It's, yeah, Friday's a good day to kick back a little bit. So, um, I've got the allergies eyes as well. I did get to, I hope I'm not loud. See, I was listening to the replay of the um, recording from the other day, and I was just loud and soft, loud and soft, loud and soft. And I don't, I don't run like um, Odyssey or anything while I am on the air. Plus, I, I can't sit there and stare at it all the time anyway to adjust the uh, volume and stuff so hopefully it's not too bad today I did have a couple of you know how it makes the noise when you when you hit your F's and your P's and it pops and carries on so uh, hopefully not going to do that today I did get to meet with Lisa yesterday my friend Lisa uh, Minnie from uh, Tulane Renaissance and we sit down we met out at <laughs> we met out at Clendenin at the uh, Graziano's got there at 10 o'clock so she had she lives a good ways from me and she had a dog she was having spayed and um she had to come out to this particular um veterinary hospital and she could just come on down and we could meet halfway and Graziano's was there and so we got over there about 10 o'clock and the store was open technically but they really weren't ready for people. They still had the chairs up on the tables and uh, the lights was off in the dining room. But Lisa stuck her head in the door and said, are you guys really open? Because the sign said open. He said, yeah, yeah, we just haven't got everything going. Um, but and she asked, could we come in and sit down? He said, yeah. So we were in there. Man, we were there for about four hours. It was great. It was great catching up with Lisa and all the things that she's into and ch changes that she's making in her employment and her lifestyle and, and things. And um, it was really, really good, uh, good opportunity to catch up. I do write for Lisa. Lisa has the Substack Tulane Renaissance, and I, I do write for her. I write. She calls it a spiritual. It from it. It's a sermon. It's. I take sermons that I'm doing at the church, and I and I clean them up a little bit because a lot of I. I just halfway write words and stuff. I just tidy it up to be published and I publish it through her Substack to go out on Sunday mornings. And I haven't been able to do that for a while. And I really apologize to her for it because it's just been, there's just been so much on me to, um, to get all the stuff for the church done, all the stuff here, all the stuff for my dad, all, just all of the things that I'm involved in done and, and keep that up. And I really felt bad about it. And I, I apologize to her over and over again. And she said, she's getting ready to make some changes over there too. So I'm, I didn't ask her what they were, but we were there. Sometimes, you know, it's hard to face 
the stereotypes of your community. And some of the stereotypes of West Virginia people hit us both in the face hard yesterday. And it's kind of the, um, um, it's kind of the backwoods hillbilly behavior. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do this delicately, but uh, driving out there, when you drive the interstate, you miss all this stuff. And when you drive the back roads, you see a lot of it. If you're not in a tourist area, and this is for any area, because I know when many, many years ago, um, I was in Atlantic City for a weekend. And there in Atlantic City and along the boardwalk was beautiful. It was safe. You could walk around. You could carry your coins and your all that stuff and didn't have to worry about it. But a few blocks away from the touristy part of Atlantic City, it was just really it was really the slums. It was really a dangerous looking area and run down. And, and you think, wow, Atlantic City, all this money and all this. And then you come just a few blocks away and it's, it's just really poverty stricken. And West Virginia is no different. Um, I, you know, took the interstate out to Clendenin. So, you know, I'm like everybody else just zipping through and um, get off the, the road and head over towards Clendenin and, and then turn right and head down to Graziano's, which is the restaurant we, we ate at. It's a piece, it's a pizza place, pizza and spaghetti and, and sub and sandwiches and stuff like that. It's pretty good, pretty good food. But, um, so we're sitting in there and all around us are, are, are places that are run down and closed and, you know, broken windows and, weeds and just poor poor terrible area but um we're probably about 45 minutes from finishing up at that point and we hear this ruckus and we look out the big window and there's these two women about to get into an old-fashioned cat fight i mean we couldn't make out what they were saying but you could tell I, yeah, I, I caught the sound of one of the uh, the staff there at uh, at the restaurant saying somebody needs to go get her. This is going to be an ugly fight. And then this other woman just barrels out the door and across the front of the store outside, but across the front of the store. And this other woman's coming back up, arguing, and they're just ch -ch 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 and angry. And you can tell by the animation in their hands and. It's like I looked at Lisa, that's a cat fight. And she said, yeah, old-fashioned cat fight. And it just was an awful sight to see. Basically on the street in broad daylight at noon, these two women about to go at it like that, like a barroom brawl. And I just was shaking my head. And, and we were kind of, it, it wasn't funny, but we were, we were chuckling. And it was, well, which one's going to swing first? I'm, I've got my money on the large girl over here. And Lisa said, well, probably this one over here. And then this, you know, they get all up and then, then one flips the bird and it's like, come on, come on. And it's, we thought for sure we we're going to see some knockdown drag out. We didn't, but it, it made me think all the way back. It's just such a shame that um, things have, are that way in, in this century, in the, in the, in the, 21st century 
um, that there's still people about to fight out on the streets over God knows what. Um, it, what is out there worth getting in a knockdown drag out fight these days, honestly? Um, can we not disagree without that kind of stuff in today's world? Apparently not. Um, and I just was really disappointed. I, and I was really thinking, you know, it's just so sad. This is a stereotype of the Appalachian. Then I thought, well, it's kind of it's kind of everywhere, really, because then you have gang violence. And I was in a conversation with somebody the other day about gang violence. And uh, what the point of that is. Violence in general, to me, what's the point of it? I don't I don't. I mean, I know, but it, haven't we learned since the, since the caveman, haven't we learned that violence doesn't fix things, it just shifts it. So whoever wins this war, you know, oh, yeah, I won at what cost, how many dead, but then it's going to come around again. We, it never stops. So there's never a real... There's never a real society where everybody pulls their weight and everyone gets along. Not on this earth. Not on this earth. I know I'm kind of out there on that one, but it was a shame. It was a shame to be at lunch with my girlfriend and, uh, and business buddy, not kind of partners, but you know, we've done business together off and on for a while. And, um, to, to sit there at lunch and see two grown women. I mean, if, you, if it was kids, yeah, it's one. Two grown women arguing and fighting like that. It's just, just a terrible, terrible shame. Okay, it's 22. I really haven't said much. Sounds like most major metros and other areas out in the rural fringe. Yeah, I mean, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. All over the world, yeah. It is. It is all over the world. Why? I mean, it's... People are going to chuckle. People who know the story behind this, this phrase, but can't. why can't we just get along? Why, why can't we just get along? And if, if you and I see things differently, agree that we can see things differently. Why, why do we have to get violent about it? But it's crazy. Well, let's see. What all did I have down? I've talked till I, I talked till I'm blue about snort and stuff. <laughs> I'm so aggravated with that. I'm gonna have to. Um, what I'm gonna have to do is download a, a desktop app because what I'm going I'm going through Chrome and using it on the web, and so I don't see what everybody else is seeing, and that's part of the frustration. But in the um, Telegram group, I'm getting notification that, from the Lightning Tip Bot that. I've been tipped X amount of sats through, you know, and um, and I can't figure out who it's from. So, I I mean, it's one thing for this, the an anonymity. I can get I, I can appreciate the desire for anonymity, um, but I, I want to thank somebody. And there's nothing, not even a, an anonymous string, you know, on um, Fountain FM. If you don't if you don't create an ID, you get a long string of numbers for the account. 
and user ID, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I've giggled about that a couple of times for folks that have tipped or, you know, given me sats on fountain. You know, when I go to acknowledge and say thank you to them for that, then there's these long string of, of numbers and it's it's hard to identify you know you sit there and say 16 different combinations and thank you user you know abcdefg you know 1001009567 you know it just it's it's crazy it's hard to do that so if i get the desire for the anonymity i, I get it but it's you want to say thank you you want to say thank you uh, and uh, you can't do it if you don't know who it's from. And so I, I kicked open my uh, Telegram group or my Telegram uh, app this morning. And here's these these tips. And I'm like, where'd they come from? For what? Because I only got like four posts over there on uh, on Snort. And uh, I, I just don't, um, I don't know where they come from. <laughs> so I can't say thank you. Well, I know where a couple of them come from because they admitted it because they were trying to help me figure out why I couldn't see it. But Josh, you know, it was, it was, and I appreciate it. He knows, he should know that by now. Um, I've still got to go get, I've got to go get, uh, I'm going to try to get back on uh, a little bit of a topic here. I got to go get some soil and it's going to rain. I don't want to put a bunch of soil in my truck and then have it rain on. I've got a, a tarp or a um, tonneau cover my truck but it's a flat one so if i put much soil in there it's gonna it's not gonna be able to cover it and then it's gonna get soaked and then it's gonna be mud running through the back of my truck and it's just gonna be crazy so yeah i'm trying to use noster i i like it so far but i don't know if i'll be able to like it very long and uh, here let me do this because Mike and Ronaldo have been after me about a wallet. And I've, I've, I've been straining my brain about a wallet for uh, my Bitcoin. And I've, I've got the strike one. And I forgot totally about it. But it's, um, it's not, it's, it's still a, um, it's not a self-custody wallet. And I haven't gotten Moon, and it's everybody there after me to get to. And then it was like, well, you got you need one to use Lightning, use Lightning Network. Well, I'm not sure which all those are, and uh, so I I end up falling through these in these, uh, going down these rabbit holes, and um, and then just throwing my hands up and walking away and trying to come back and check it out. But I can use the uh, Lightning Tip Bot on uh, Telegram for right now to and i've tried i sent an invoice i don't have telegram open right now so i don't know but i've sent an um, an invoice for a small amount of sats to um ronaldo and to see because he was saying well can you can you bill this way and i said yeah i guess i can but the idea is to use it and i did see um i'll be i think i'll be Will let me do what I want to do there. I did see Albi post that they have a WordPress at a uh, WordPress um, plugin to uh, put into the blog, and I can do that. So I'm going to try to look at that in the next few days. But uh, Moon or um, 
Trazor, I don't know if Trazor is a, is a lightning app. Do you know, Mike, if Trazor works with the lightning network? Let's see, about 10 minutes till. I did get started a little early. Um, I did meet with the district superintendent at the... Um, at the uh, Methodist headquarters office for our, our district in Charleston. I met with him on Tuesday. He's got some ideas uh, on a new pastor. He's got a young couple in their 20s that are uh, interested in helping us, but they want us to move our services to 9 o'clock. And I said, I can't do that. I, I, I mean... I have to get there about a half hour, 45 minutes early to get things set up. That puts me, you know, 8.15, 8.30 to be there to get things set up. I, I can't do that. Well, what if we moved it to 9.30? Well, that still that doesn't resolve the issue. The issue is that I, I can't. Um, and part of the reason I can't is the chickens and the ducks. I have to, you know, based on the sun, I can't just open the coop up in the middle of the night in the dark and leave it open predators and i don't have automatic doors i don't need automatic doors i don't have that large i i have seven chickens and three ducks right now even if i add a few more chickens and ducks which is still part of the plan for the spring it's going to be it's still too small to rationalize having a couple of automatic doors i'm not running electric out there i'm not going to do it so it's it's putting more on me. Well, what, you know, if they do all of this, well, the, the pastor that uh, is covering for us now, as much as I love him, came in with grand ideas about doing all of these things, and he had to back off of them. And there's a big age difference between them, but I, I really, I really would have to talk to them and say, what is your idea of a service? What does your idea of a service look like? Because he, they are the pastor, but they don't run the church. And that's one of the things that we forget is that the pastor is not in charge of the church. You know, the board is in charge of the church. The the board of directors, the trustees, the, everybody, they're in charge. He is responsible for the worship service and he's responsible for preaching the word and and. But and he does oversee. He does have an executive, uh, an ex officio position, on, but he doesn't run the church. And um, I, you know, it's just I'd have to sit down and talk with him because if they come, in, if the if he assigns this young group couple, which he can do without our, our church approval. I mean, they can assign whoever they want. Um. If they move our church service to nine o'clock, I about guarantee you there'll be nobody there, period. I mean, I'm lucky to get the few I've got at 10, but I about guarantee there'll be nobody there. I could be wrong. Always leave room to be wrong, but I don't think that's going to work. And um, I tried to impress that on him. What we need to do, we either need to move it later in the afternoon. If we have to share a pastor that can't be there at 10 o'clock, like we usually have had, like we've had service for 100 years, and I, that's not a stretch that it's a hundred year old church or move it to a Saturday. We talked about moving it to a Saturday um, so that we can have the pastor there. But at a nine o'clock in the morning on Sunday is not going to work in our small community. And the folks that the unchurched is the phrase they like to use the unchurched 
uh, aren't going to show up on Sunday morning at nine o'clock. They're not. So, um, mm, yeah, Mike, I digging deeper into the platform just seems to confuse me more. It really does. Because I was looking at Moon and I was looking at Tracer and then it was like, well, there's a problem with these. I was looking at one called, I think it's called Blue, Blue something. And about the time I was getting ready to look into it real hard, it was going under. And it was like, don't, don't do this. They're having trouble. They're telling you to move your money off of it or move your sats off of it. Um, and I know it always fluctuates. It's going to fluctuate until everything is settled. But I, I, I need one that's a little more stable. It's kind of like not getting into the other uh, coins like Erythrium and stuff. Um, Bitcoin is there. It's it's fairly stable. It's stand. It's been staying in the in the twenties, I think, uh, since I started watching it, started reading about it. Um. And so I'm comfortable with with the idea of Bitcoin um, and studying more about it. Uh, my wife is struggling with the same in our faith community, and she only helps remotely, especially with evangel evangelization and outreach programs. Hi, Jesse. Hi, Damien. Good to see you. You coming in a little late. I'm just about to wrap up here about five minutes. But... Um, yeah, I, so it's it is a struggle. Now he the district superintendent had a couple of good suggestions um, of pastors to work with in our area, uh, and I was really hoping he'd go more in that direction. I don't want to get too out there because they, I do have some of my members that um, that will watch or watch replays and stuff, and I don't I don't. It's not up to me to announce those things. I don't want to announce or give too much to announce them. That, that'll be up to him. But um, there was one that was a little closer that we could, if we possibly did a Saturday service, it it would be good. It would be good. Um, our, um, our, our grant the, that we applied for to do the um, Wednesday afternoon lunch and learn kind of things, the grant committee meets this week coming. I think on Tuesday. And so hopefully I'll know by the end of the week whether with a phone call, maybe whether they have granted us. I'm kind of on the fence on that now. I applied for it really thinking that we had uh, some good support and that we'd be able to um, uh, build from that. And then I had the, the, the folks leave on me that did leave and dumped all this in my lap. And I don't know if I can if we can pull that off or not, there's just, I'm, I'm about to drop the balls that I'm juggling or drop the basket of eggs. I, I have so much on me now that I just can't take any more on. I can't. And, and it's, I can almost see the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> if I can, usually they appoint new pastors and stuff and, and they start on the 1st of July officially. So I'm like, eh, 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 there's always a new goal, Goalpost. Always goalpost is always moving, and so now I'm looking at the first of July. And if we, I don't want to say if we haven't done anything, then you know, close doors. I, I don't want to do that. Period. But I kind of, it's kind of like if we don't have a pastor in place, then and we don't have an idea of a better arrangement than what we've got now. I, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't do all of this myself, and I can't continue to do. I've got 
you know, our our finances here at the house. I've got our taxes here at the house. I've got to balance the checkbook for the church. I've got to get a report done for the committee for that because the previous secretary or previous treasurer was not doing that. And, you know, our finances are uh, not infinite and we are slowly chipping away at some of them. And, you know, I've got to give those who are still in this uh, an idea of how much we've got and and how much longer we can function in in the man in the manner we are uh, can we keep our bills paid can we keep our apportionments paid can we keep our insurance paid can we keep all of this other stuff paid uh, with what we've got coming in if not this is you know here's what it's going to take our our treasurer hasn't given us a report like that in over a year and when we asked her about it last time she pulled up her phone and said well we've got x amount in in the bank here and we've got x amount here and and that was something that Lisa and I were talking about yesterday in the, an organization that she's starting to get involved with has been uh, just kind of on autopilot for so long. They don't uh, they don't give appropriate reports. They do get federal dollars. They do get state dollars and they don't uh, they their their president hasn't been changed out, has been sitting in that position. They haven't had new elections in a long time because no, everybody says, well, nobody's you know interested in it. There's no real minutes. There's no real accountability. And when you start ask, asking for accountability, people get upset and say, uh, 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 you know, and then in my case, they walked in her case. They're they're not giving her information that she's requesting and they're kind of required to. Uh, so it was a good conversation that we both had there. Just kind of sharing that and. Um, um Understanding that we're both going through very similar things in very, very different parts of the state. So I, um, I know I keep teasing about the wallet. I just, I can't pull the trigger because about the time I get ready to pull the trigger, something significant changes in my understanding or lack of understanding. Uh, but I'm going to have to do that. I really, uh, when I set up the um, account for Noster with the snort account for a Noster, um, it wanted to know what wallet to use. Well, I don't, you know, I don't have one. So I connected, I was able, I asked and Josh said I could connect it to the lightning bot uh, on um, um, Telegram. So I've done that for the short term, but I've, I've got to get a better long-term plan. I can't, uh, I can't piddle fart around with that anymore. And I do want to take advantage of the newness of Snort to try to get, you know, my feet in the in the in place and and um, kind of like with Fountain, because Fountain had already been up and running for a while. But I wanted to get in there early, you know, so that I can get a grounding and get a base uh, going. But um, I think with that, I'm going to kind of wrap it up. I, I don't know that there's a whole lot more that I wanted to cover today. Um, again, it's live and unscripted and uh so i don't uh, i don't get too deep into a lot of the the day-to-day -day stuff like <laughs> i kind of try to do on tuesdays but i don't usually get it done <laughs> still like i said i'm very eclectic and i i need to i need to focus down on uh, just certain things and and stick with it there um the etsy shop etsy uh holsteinhouse.etsy.com is uh is where you want to go for your merch got some t-shirts and stuff out there uh cups um with the hosting house logo and uh, the round logo i've got the enamel cups i got the ceramic cups i've got 
um, well, like I said, t-shirts. I think I've put some backpacks on there. I haven't ordered one to see what it looks like yet, but I did put some backpacks on there. Um, I don't remember what now what else I've got on there. Uh, direct book guests still still have the opportunity for the Hall's Chocolate and the uh, Coal River Coffee, uh, local brew for that. Uh, you can go to Holstein House uh, on robinholstein.com. Go to the menu, look for the uh, Holstein House drop down, and uh, you can learn more about our B&B here in uh, West Virginia and, uh, you know, check availability if you're traveling through. We do have somebody coming in next weekend. So um, looking forward to that. Oh, the hip camp. I think I told you that kind of fell away. I don't have the uh, website updated for that yet. Uh, my books on Amazon. We've got Everyday Upcycle, which is one that I uh, put together from uh, articles I wrote for Lisa's uh, magazine when she had that going back in, uh, oh, it's been a while, but they're upcycle projects. It's Everyday Upcycle. Uh, nursery Rhymes, my grandma told me, 25 favorite home-cooked recipes, uh, and Think Outside the Office. Think Outside the Office is kind of outdated now. It was published in 2010, but, um, and, and so the um, the information, the uh, app, apps and uh, the forms and all of the things that it kind of talked about is kind of outdated now. But uh, I'm on all the major social media sites. Um, you know, uh, we're on, well, Facebook and and um, Instagram and MeWe and, um, <laughs> oh, Freesteading and uh Twitter and now Snorts and, and we're just on all of them. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Rumble. We're on Rumble. I do upload stuff to Infountain and uh, all those. We're, I've got a thing on Buy Me a Coffee, but nobody goes over there. So I think that'll be it for today, kids. Uh, I hope you have a good, good and um, memorable uh Easter weekend, Resurrection Sunday. Oh, hey, Ronaldo, no worries. You can you can catch the replay if you really need to. It's it's okay. Your time time differences is significant over there. But uh, yeah, I hope you know. Go to can if you don't want to physically go to church, find one that will that live streams and spend some time on Sunday morning, reflecting on the wonderful gift that we have been given, the opportunity. Um, for our eternal salvation. And, you know, we showed the movie, The Passion of the Christ, to our um, Bible study group on Wednesday. And it is a tremendous movie. It is very difficult to watch. If you have the opportunity to watch it, watch it. Watch it with an open mind. If you don't want to watch it for the um, religious reasons that I would uh suggest to you then consider it for the theatrical and the cinematic version reason it is a well done and um, accurate portrayal of how crucifixion was uh was accomplished uh during the the times of christ so it, it is very difficult to watch but um, um yeah i'm going to go for now and you guys have a great great weekend and we will see you again on Tuesday. Bye-bye. So, there you have it. 
Post your comments, do all that boosting, liking, sharing, thumbs up, and stuff that helps spread the word and poke the algorithms. Follow me on most of the big social media platforms and look for my name, Robin Holstein, or Holstein House. Till next time, bye-bye.